Today's sermon is based on the Passion according to John. Today, our Good Friday service and our story continues, with Jesus being ridiculed, scorned, and despised by those he has come to love and redeem. Yet he did not return the scorn and derision. He did not respond in kind. He did not curse those who screamed insults, those who would rather pledge their loyalty to their enemy Rome than accept his way of love and truth. He did not return hate for hate and refuse to let evil twist his love and make him despise those who rejected him. According to Lutheran theologian Dietrich Bonhoeffer, whoever despises another human being will never be able to make anything of him. The only fruitful relation to human beings is love, that is, the will to enter into and to keep community with them. God did not hold human beings in contempt, but became human for their sake. The cross reveals to the world the unalterable, steadfast, unchanging love of God for us and our world, a love that meets hate with love and says to all of us, you are enough, you are worthy, you are beloved. Yet the cross also reveals to us the consequences of our ways that run counter to God's love, the words, attitudes, and actions in which we have failed to follow God and love God, ourselves and our neighbors. In the solemn reproaches towards the end of our service, we will recognize and lament how we too despise the love of Jesus in our words and actions today. For we draw the sword in Jesus' name instead of trusting in God's way of peace. When he comes to us in our hungry neighbor, we give him no food. When he comes to us in the stranger, we do not welcome him. When he is the neighbor who is sick and in prison, we do not visit him or care what happens to him. We say these things not to wallow in shame and sit with our guilt, but so that we see our need to lament and repent and let God's grace free us to share love instead of brokenness in our lives. Professor and Pastor Matthew Meyer Bolton says that the cross is like a mirror for all to see, where God lays bare not only divine mercy, but also what we've done, or rather what we are continuing to do. This mirror isn't meant to shame us. Rather, it's meant to move us, to change us, to wake us up, and send us out along a different path. God gracefully forgives and calls us to return to the way of life. The cross gives us eyes to see our true condition, our brokenness and failure, how far we have turned from God and God's ways of love. The cross diagnoses our illness, but it also shows us our cure the love of God and the way of love for ourselves, our neighbors, and our world. The cross shows us the love of a God who will stop at nothing to redeem us, to be reconciled with us, to love us back to the life that is truly life. 
God meets us with a love that does not change or lessen in response to evil, sin, and death, but overcomes it, even transforms it. Out of the cross, out of death itself, God brings new life, not just for Jesus, but for us and our world. At the cross, we can let go, let go of our guilt, shame, and failure, and receive the grace and love of Christ. The grace and love that frees us, frees us for a new way of life, a new way of life that transforms us, us into agents of healing, hope, and new life in this world. Agents of new life for ourselves, our neighbors, and our world. God never gives up on us and invites us to be a part of God's transforming love in our world. God says, you are enough. You are worthy. You are beloved. Thanks be to God. Amen.